Today is Baked Alaska Day. The fellas are here, Chris Creston, our producer, and our technical producer, Rob Trevisan, in the house. Uh, Chris, have you ever had a Baked Alaska? I wouldn't know. Maybe I had it oh, and you'd didn't know, know if what you I was had. having. No, 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 no. You'd know if you had it. It's yeah, a what mar- is it again? It's a meringue that is baked over top of ice cream. No, I have not had that. Yeah, so the meringue protects the ice cream from melting. So when you cut into it, it's hot and it's cold. Ooh. It's creamy and it's crunchy. Wait, I, so the meringue is hot? Yeah, because the meringue gets baked. Right, right. You have okay. to, oh, yeah, to yeah, bake yeah, a meringue hot, or else it's it. just egg whites, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I've yeah. never had one either. I sound like I know all about it. I've wow. never had a baked Alaska because they're so fancy. Call in and tell us where the best baked Alaskan is in the city. I'm no, kidding. no, no. One Rob, food topic of show here, Rob. Come on. Here. Jeez. There's a formula to this. Jeez, who did we have in yesterday? Courtney. Yeah, she plays by the rules. What the heck? Travis Ann, come on. Color in the lines. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, speaking of the lines, this is big news. You know that relief line? that Metrolinx was putting in? Well, apparently, the relief line and the Young North subway extension were supposed to be built at the same time. Now, Metrolinx, run by the the province, right, is saying, "Mm, actually, we've released a report that the first phase of the relief line must be in operation before the TTC's Young Line is extended to Richmond Hill. And now this has people up in Richmond Hill a little bit upset because that's not the agreement that they had uh, originally decided upon. Frank Scarpitti, you've heard him on the show before. He's the mayor of Markham. He's here with us. Frank, thanks for being here again. Thank you. And just so you know, I have made a baked Alaska. That that was like 30 years ago. I don't think I've done it since. Come on. How (laughs) difficult is that to do? Hey, it's a challenge. When you've got ice cream and you you can only leave it in the oven for so long to get that little golden brown look at the top. Yeah. Got to get it out of there. How was it? Oh, of course it was delicious. Yeah, but it was too much work to ever make again. Well, and just I don't have time for that anymore. I got to get back to that kind of stuff. You know what? You're a busy guy. You're the mayor of Markham, and you know it hasn't been a great day for you news-wise. You're not too happy about this. What was Metrolink's original position on uh, building the relief line and the Young Street uh, extension? What we've seen with the report that just got released uh, yesterday for their meeting next week runs totally contrary to a very uh, good presentation they made to their board back in 2015. I I know the trains are full. I know the platforms are crowded. And when Metrolinx did an analysis back in 2015, to their credit, they were trying to calm the waters to say, look, you know, uh, Young North has got to proceed. Downtown Relief Line has got to proceed. And by the way, As those lines are being built, there's lots of other transit improvements that are going to that's going to create capacity on the Young Line even before those subway lines open up. And uh, so you've got things like the Spadina subway that goes up to York University and Highway 7. Now we've got the Regional Express Rail System, which will see GO Train service at 20-minute service or 15-minute service, depending which north-south line you use. You've got other transit improvements like the Eglinton Crosstown. You've got the automated signals, the, the, the new trains. All of that, all of that improvement in the transit system begins to create capacity, capacity that doesn't get taken up again, and actually until uh, the other lines, uh, both Young and the Relief Line, gets built. The report released yesterday 
runs contrary to that, doesn't make mention of the fact that capacity is being dealt with in that way, and now they're saying it's got to be operational before young. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading in the Star here. In 2017, they say uh, that you and other York Region leaders formed a strategic agreement with Tory that urged the provincial Liberal government uh, of the day to advance both the relief line and the Young Extension at the same time, but that alliance is, has become strained. Is that true? Has the alliance become strained? And where do you sit with Tory? Because I understand that Tory's saying, look at we can't put more people on the line until we get people off the line via the relief line. I think we have to be clear in our, in our language. I think mm-hmm. that's been part of the problem. People make statements, and then you kind of you kind of have to ask after the statement is made, what did they mean by that? Sure. Uh, I look at uh, John Tory and I, and, and along with other mayors in, in the region, uh, we're on board that these are the two top transit priorities, the downtown relief line and the young subway north. There's no disagreement about that. But I think we do have, you know, and they say words matter. Well, you do have to be careful with your words. And there is no dispute on, on our part. If the relief line is open 12 hours before the young subway north becomes operational, or 12 days, mm-hmm. or in fact 12 months, we're okay with that. But what we are definitely saying, don't worry about the end game. We're, we're worried about the start game. Let's get on with both these projects. Let's stop delaying and, and some of the jurisdictional issues that you, you seem to take two steps forward and three steps back. And, and that's what's frustrating in all this. And I'll tell you, I can't wait until the province of Ontario uploads the construction of subways because we get past all this stuff, get focused and get things built. Do you have faith in this uh, PC government uh, getting on things quicker than the Liberals ever did with regard to that young extension? Well, they better deliver a couple of things. It was very clear in their platform that on top of, not not minus, on top of what the previous government had committed to transit in the GTA, they were going to provide an additional $5 billion uh, to see the, the transit system improved throughout the GTA, not just in the city of Toronto. And then during the election campaign, I, I took an initiative to get out to the get the party leaders to sign a shovel to make a commitment uh, to build the Young Subway North. Uh, Kathleen Wynne, the former premier, signed, and certainly Doug Ford signed as the leader of uh, the PC party, and something that actually he talked about shortly after he got elected, saying we need to build a world-class subway system that goes out to the communities within the GTA that, that need that subway system. So I'm confident... And uh, the only thing I worry about, I've always said I, I support uploading the construction of subways, but obviously that means they have to start building this subway the, and the subway, uh, the downtown relief line. And they've got to stop delaying and they've got to stop the jurisdictional issues. Kelly, it's over a year that we have received funding from the federal government and the provincial government to start the preliminary design work for the Young Subway North. We're actually quite ahead, farther ahead than, than uh, we actually have been farther ahead, sorry, than, uh, than the downtown relief. Our environmental assessment was done nine years ago. It was mm. completed. We've been waiting in the wings. This is the most justifiable rapid transit project in the GTA. Over a year ago, we get funding from the province and the feds to start the preliminary design. We have to work, obviously, with the TTC and others uh, collectively. 
it's been over a year just to set up the damn office and get going. With right, the, you want to keep the the project in motion because there's there's fear when a project stalls that it might not get started again in the in the amount of time that you needed to. Is this wrong of me to question? Do you have the shovel? Oh, I've got the shovel. Whose signature is bigger on that shovel, Wins or Ford's? I, I, I just need to know. Well, I, gotta, I, gotta, I may have to step out of my office here <laughs> and have a look. I'll just tell you one thing. Uh, the, the shovels are the same size. And um, uh, one thing I made very clear, it was to get their commitment that we would start the construction of this young subway in this term of office. We cannot let another term of provincial government pass us by and not start the most justifiable rapid transit project in the GTA. Frank, if I can just uh, step in, I grew up in Richmond Hill, so a young Chris Creston had been hearing about a young street extension up to Highway 7 his whole life and would be sort of salivating at the idea of being able to jump on the subway over by the Silver City there at Highway 7. But I'm wondering, uh, as finances come, can the the municipalities around New York region, in order to really cement this with the province, uh, throw in some extra cash for the building of this subway extension? Uh, does does that money exist? Is that something that uh, that Richmond Hill, Vaughn, Markham would be willing to throw in? We uh, would have to participate in the financial arrangement, just like the city of Toronto has to participate. They don't fund... They don't fund their subways 100%. They get billions of dollars from uh, the federal and provincial government. So when these when these big uh, transit projects are announced, uh, they that that certainly some of their money, and I'll say some of their money through the businesses and the residents uh, that pay into the the federal and provincial tax system, some of their money is in there. But you know that's federal and provincial tax dollars, which everyone uh, contributes to. So yes, we would be participating. But I think the other thing I would say is that if they're expecting the level of participation that the City of Toronto would give to a major transit project, then they're probably going to have to give us some of the financial tools that the City of Toronto has that we don't. And this is another another burr, uh, if you will, because, uh, you know, they have tools. They have different mechanisms to raise money. I'll often say when you cross Steeles Avenue, the problems don't get any less complex, and yet we are always asked to do the same thing that they're asked to do and not given the tools to do it. Listen, I want to wrap up this uh, conversation with you on a different note. We're going to do a 180 here. And you probably heard the show start off. We are about to um, once again launch into the uh, State of the Chicken Wing address on the program next hour. As mayor of Markham, it's hard to pick favorites, but best chicken wing in Markham? You know what? We've got a number of establishments right across the city, and I would just say... Uh, and I've been in a few of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would just say wherever you live in the city of Markham, just pick the closest restaurant you got because uh, we've got a number of great places. And I, I, I'm not copying out here. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, well, look at uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, one thing that's very controversial, subways uh-huh. and chicken wings. Okay. And I'm not, I'll delve into one today and not the other. <laughs> All right. Listen, Frank, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Best of luck. Thank you. Cheers.